All right. Hello, everyone. This is the Dynamic Leadership Series with uh, LSDS uh, Leader Solutions and Decision Support. I'm Stacey Mandak. I work over in the Risk Mitigation Department um, interviewing Terry Peters, owner of the company here today. And our topic is kind of a big one right now, um, retaining talent within the company. Uh, so we've got some questions here I want to fire at Terry and get his responses on. Um Terry, so you've run into this a lot recently, but probably even more so over the past few years, it's becoming a bigger trend. Um, when thinking about retaining talent, what comes to mind as you reflect on the interactions that LSDS has had um, with this over the past 11 years? Stacey, thanks for, thanks for hosting. Uh, I know this was uh, something that went out and uh, Hannah had, had asked uh, several folks to, to see if they would and I appreciate you hosting this today, and and you're right. You know, re retaining talent is a topic that I am a part of with nearly every senior leader uh, that we speak to on a regular basis. Um, and you know, LSCS has been part of developing talent for a long time, and and really uh, helping with strategy and so many other aspects uh, for companies. But you know, since the pandemic began, you know, how do we work through the challenges of COVID? And specifically, how do we ensure that we're taking care of our team and how are we retaining that talent through some really significant challenges over the last two years? So we are seeing it more, right? And we're seeing the effects of culture, uh, of leaders, of the people-first approach, and, and for those companies that, that may need some improvements in those areas, uh, we're seeing an exodus of significant proportions. And, and there are a lot of factors that go on that go into anyone uh, in their thought process as they get ready to leave an organization. But there sure are a whole lot of things that an organization can do to retain that talent. And I'm glad we're going to have this conversation today. Yeah, I think that's perfect. So this is a bigger topic that you've seen over the past couple of years with the pandemic, people getting to go home, seeing that option as a viable option now. Um, so retaining that talent, where does that begin? Yeah, Stacey, it actually begins at the very first interaction you have with potential employees, right? When, you know, and I think more and more companies are really focused on, you know, how are, how are they attracting that talent? How are they bringing that talent on board? How are they managing and promoting the talent from within? And then all of those things combine uh, with leader focus to really retain the talent. So it's not uh, a light switch kind of effect of, hey, we see attrition, so let's do something. Although we, we do get called uh, from companies when that happens. But really, it's about leaders uh, having a, a, an approach of people and building a culture that's focused on people while executing whatever, you know, whatever the organizational goals and objectives are to ensure that you are, you are keeping the best talent. There are some key tasks, right? You know, there are there. You know, this this criticality of, you know, performance feedback of of you know teammates giving leaders feedback on how they're leading and what they need, uh, growing individuals' capability and capacity uh, through you know educational initiatives, cross training, you know, on and on. All of those things add value to any individual, and and they let them know that the organization cares about it. So it is. It is really an entire employee life cycle that that allows someone uh, to understand their value in the organization and keeps them on board. 
And so it, it starts on, you know, it, it actually starts, uh, you know, long before the person is really a, a, a vetted employee of the company, because, you know, we have so many other resources now, you know, there are websites you can go to where, you know, employees who used to work in an organization are giving feedback on that organization. So, you know, long before somebody actually commits to the organization, they're going to have a sense of what that organization is like. And, and so it is a it is a, a very holistic process that needs to be applied to, to retaining the best talent. So you've you've mentioned this word a couple of times in what you've talked about so far, but culture and how important is that to retaining talent? I think it's everything, uh, Stacey. I, I think you know the culture of an organization is is so vital. You know, people ask me, you know, when you when you walk into an organization for the first time, what do you do? And I and I actually revert back to my old uh, military days. You know, I stop, look, listen, and smell. And you can learn a lot from an organization in about 30 seconds as you, as you pay attention to it. Um, but as you, as you spend more time with an organization, you know, you really understand where leader focus is um, and what it's about. And you also get a sense of the latitude employees or teammates are given to really invest truly into the company. Right. Um, you know, I, one of one of the clients we worked with several years ago, a uh, great leader asked us to assess their culture. And, and I, I returned with a report of, you know, I think that leaders could actually do more. And they wanted a checklist of, you know, what should we be doing? And I said, I said, look, I can provide a checklist for you. But you really if you can start with I just want to care about the people um, and I want to take the time to engage our team and learn more about it, you know, you don't necessarily need a checklist, right? If you walk out of your, your office and you see an employee and you have two minutes, just talk with them, learn who they are, learn what their motivations are, um, understand what they can bring to the organization and grow your culture around mutual commitment to the greater good and mutual commitment to each other. And that culture is going to really inspire people to, to give more. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be harder for them to leave, regardless of the offer. Um, and we've seen this repeatedly. Uh, you know, if someone gets a great monetary offer from another organization, and they don't leave because, you know, they, they, they really like it uh, where they are because of all the other factors that allow them to truly be rewarded, you know, uh, intrinsic rewards for what they're doing. And it really is, you know, <laughs> completely about the culture of the organization. And that's, that's, you know, that is, you know, what it's like to work here. If, if that's positive, motivating, impactful, then, then people are going to stay around that because they want to be part of winning teams and they want to be part of organizations that are doing great work. And that is the culture of an organization. Awesome. So the, you mentioned the leaders in there too, and how you had, um, there were leaders that were doing great stuff. But from your assessment, you could see that they could do more. So how, how key are those leaders in the effort to retain talent in a company? Stacy, thanks for that one. You know, the single most important factor in culture are leader, is leader actions and behaviors, right? Um, it's not the, uh, you know, it's not the, it's not the audio, right? It's the movie that they get to see every day. It is, you know, if, if I tell you, Hey, come to our company. We have a great culture. Um, you hear that, but you're going to wait to see it, feel it, understand it before you agree to that. And, and I think if you, 
if you have leaders that believe it's someone else's job uh, to to focus on culture, uh, then then your culture is going to hurt is is going to be impacted adversely for that. If you have leaders that that you know just think not necessarily use the even even have the mindset of I need to strengthen our culture, I think if their mindset is I need to make this organization the best it can be, and I need to focus on people. They're probably already doing most of the right things, um, you know. And I think it's 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 you know just super super important, you know. And I'll give you an example. One of our one of the great companies that we work with, uh, when COVID hit, they had they had a they had a lot of resources they had set aside uh, because they expected you know they they put some resources aside because they they just were prepared for unknowns and impacts to their employee team COVID hit and they began to just really move resources to take care of their team uh, your family's been impacted uh, we want to offer you a grant or a no co- no cost loan so that you're you're you know, no interest loan so that your family can be taken care of um, you've got to move we want to help you with moving costs so you can take care of your family you know those kinds of things and that wasn't a that wasn't an overnight decision. That that culture was long in place so that they could they could actually take care of people. And and they and their and those leaders were focused on people uh, and and continue to be focused on people. Leaders are everything, right? And and we've seen you know we've seen leaders who are process driven, you know, focused, you know, super super intense, uh, and sometimes you know think about people as a as an afterthought. And and we see that you know, people see that, right? Um, but we also have seen organizations that, you know, they're willing to work with their teammates to to create an environment where there is some flexibility, there's some latitude, uh, there is, uh, you know, the ability to accomplish the organizational objectives while factoring the human dynamic into it. And those leaders really are the ones that people want to be around. You know, for years, I, I lived with a thought, and, and it's been validated consistently, you know, people... Uh, will stay in an organization because uh, they have a great leader around them and they will leave an organization regardless of cost uh, or regardless of, of, of pay change if if they're just in an, an environment that's just not supportive of them or if they're dealing with leaders that are just not aligned to their goals. And I think we see this as, as many of the factors when people are leaving an organization, there's a lot of factors and, and uh, often when you have when you conduct exit interviews, it you know they will tell you, I just didn't feel like I was valued here, or, or the culture that we had at one point changed, and something else took the priority over people and, and understanding. And that you know when we do exit interviews with with people who have left, we learn so much about what they hoped for versus what they they felt like they received, and leaders own own that solution every day. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So um, kind of leading off of that there too, what are some of the mes- methods that you've seen to retain talent um, in retaining talent that may be indicating that they are thinking about leaving? I guess what sort of yeah. like, what are the orange flags, if you will, that leaders should be looking out for? Yeah. Yeah. So first I think let's, let's talk, let's talk about the many meetings that I'm, I'm, I'm afforded to sit into with organizations. You know, the first, first one I, I, I key on historically in those meetings are the nonverbals. Um, you know, leaders, uh, people in meetings who are tuned out, um, they're just not, not focused on whatever this is. Now that could be a, a product of just a, 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 a meeting that doesn't really have a purpose. 
But if you begin to look at it, most people begin to disengage and, and really move to the exit sign uh, long before they verbalize it. And so indicators are, um, you know, a lack of a lack of completion of, of normal responsibilities that they've, they've been completing for some period of time. Uh, lack in communications, drop in communication, edges in communications, um, a lack of responsiveness, or just outright frustration. Um, and and then you know the other parts of this are you know leaders often hear that a message they sent or some some initiative is not being received well, and they'll wave it off to say, well, you know maybe everyone's not getting it. But odds are there's there's some you know, disenfranchised or disenchanted portion of the organization or, or someone who's an, you know, an informal leader, an influencer who is already pointing toward the exit sign and they're, and they're influencing uh, that culture. But there are quite a few signs when someone is, is ready to leave. And, and you think about it, I mean, think about any relationship that you've ever departed, right? That you've broken up and it's the same thing. You begin to you begin to push away, you begin to orient your attention elsewhere, you begin to look for something better. And and those have real um real verbal and nonverbal indicators. And and when it comes to your ability to be productive while you're looking somewhere else or you're just getting frustrated, you know, that you there are real indicators that are that are present. And I think the leaders who are attuned to that at the early onset, hey, can I talk to you? If something feels different. Can we just have a discussion about how we're doing? Is there anything that we can do? Those are the leaders who are really going to going to if if there's something that's beginning to percolate, they're going to see it and interdict it very early, and it's going to be extremely powerful. Those leaders who are not attuned uh, to their team or aren't spending that extra minute and just to ask how are you, how is your family, uh, they're going to miss those indicators because people aren't. They're going to be reluctant to actually bring those forward and say, hey. I, can I just what, can I just speak about what's frustrating me right now, and then leaders taking that for action? Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, so going forward here too, um, so when people are talking about work incentives to retain that talent, how important are now this big factor of working from home remote work? Yeah, this this leads to it. You know. Um, this leads to another challenge that organizations are having, right? So if you think about the average, you know, turnover in, in many organizations, you know, most employees stay an average of two years in an organization. So if you think about, you know, that percentage of turnover on any team, it's incredibly logical now that, you know, a, a member of your team who arrived just before COVID has now hired someone or has influenced the hire of someone who's never actually been in the organization, right? And in many companies we, you know, we're working with, um, the team has never actually been into the office. So now as, as people return to work, there's an entire portion of a workforce that's never been in the office. So when you, when, when organizations say, Hey, we're all coming back to work, this in itself is, is a foreign environment to them. And there are organizations out there that are, that are, absolutely trying to acquire that talent that may be reluctant to go back to their workplace um, with the incentive of, hey, you'll never have to come into a brick and mortar location because we want you to to work wherever is most effective for you. The challenge with all of this is, right, and for those people who are thinking about moving to an organization, it's incredibly hard in a remote status. I'm not saying it's impossible because it's happening every day. 
but it, it takes a lot of work to really fully envelop someone in your culture when you when you can't interact with them in those with all of the the work touch points and and the organizational touch points that are built uh, in an organization. So there will be people who are uh, who are likely to uh, move and then may leave again because they just don't have that anchoring of that that true team feel. You know, we're being asked to consider, hey, uh, you know, is there a way to have people who are working, you know, from home or working away from the office come together for, you know, uh, offsites or team building events or those types of things so we can at least bring them together on a quarterly basis or something like that so that we can, even though they're working in remotely, we can bring them together and really reinforce the dynamics of culture and human interaction uh, in a one-on-one way. And that's that's been something really exciting for us to tackle here. But there are organizations out there that are looking for great talent. Talent's at a premium, right? We all know that really good people are hard to find and, and you want to retain them. And if someone is alienated by the process, the, the concept of coming back to work in, in a workplace, that you could potentially lose them. But I'll tell you, the, the best organizations we've seen are finding a hybrid approach that's really working well. Come in if we need to do something, um, or we're gonna we're gonna ask that you come in. You consider coming in three days a week, um, and and you know we're also gonna do things like feed you while you're here, or you know really offer some other incentives to to bring you in because they understand the value of the collaboration in person. They understand the value of those you know, the, the the soft skills application, and so there there's this balance that many organizations are finding while also respecting the individual's needs for so many other reasons not to come in. And again, this gets back to leader true focus on the team and each individual and how you can optimize that individual. Um, you know, it's about, you know, it's about, you know, developing and leveraging those, uh, those, those behaviors and attributes that you need in your teammates. And that's a leader task. That's, it's a lot. Leaders have to do a lot. And so it's changed a lot over the past couple of years. Entirely possible, though, like you said, um, with culture, it might be a little more difficult to retain or get that feel out there with the remote work, but possible. Um, anything else that you can think of that you've pulled from? I know we're almost out of time here over the past several years here that you wanted to mention to wrap up. Yeah, Stacey, you know, I, I want to go back to the culture piece you know when, when you when you when you're in an organization where the culture is is really optimal there's a there's a magical feel to it right i mean it it really is uh an environment where you know people are are really focused on uh, totally on the organization you know this the, if the if the culture is right you achieve a level of organizational commitment with each teammate that's that's just it is magical, right? It, it is. It is something that is hard to find, and when you do find it, um, you know you got to work really hard to maintain it. When when culture's off, right? Um, you'll hear people calling in a job, or you know, hey, I just do what I do, or I don't understand, or but I'm, you know, we're working toward this. Uh, when organizations really get their culture right, and that's a combination of leaders, you know, the the, the value and capability uh, of each team teammate. And being optimized, uh, and so many other factors. When it's right, it, it is something. And and what you see when those companies uh, have it right is very little turnover. Right? I, I've, I've been so it's been so neat to be in org in companies and organizations where 
you say, how many of you have been here 15 years? And, you know, 70% of the hands go up. Uh, how many of you have been here 20 years? And, you know, 10% of the hands go up. And, and, and it just, and, you know, why are you here? And I, one of the best, one of the best responses I ever, I've ever received was uh, from a company in North Carolina that I went out to visit and I was doing some interviews with, with employees. And I said, you know, why, tell me why you like being here. And, and this, this uh, person said, I feel like I leave home and I drive eight miles to home and, uh, and it feels like my second home here. And I went, wow, that's powerful. Right. And, and I just think everybody cares about me and the work is hard. It's very rigorous, but it is, uh, it, I just feel like I'm, I'm home when I walk through the door and everybody cares about me and I care about everybody and we all work our butts off. And I thought, man, if, if, if you could bottle that, you, you could you could get a lot out of it in every workplace, and that was it was a family owned business and been in business for you know fifty sixty years, and uh, and they just cared. That was their start point, and it was just uh, just really impressive to see. So I think as you as 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 leaders are focused on this, um, you know I think it's important to really put a people first aspect uh, to what you're doing, while also understanding that it's a business, right? You have to move forward. You have to people have to really put out to to make things work. Uh, but if you can find this balance if uh, if the applications are right and you've got a, a leadership team that's focused on it the right way. That is awesome. That is a really awesome point to end on. That example is really incredible and we'd all love to be there, right? Um, yeah. I think we're out of time for this one. Thank you so much for going over this, answering these questions. It's a big topic out there. I know a lot of people are looking for answers in this area too. Um, for further information, where would somebody go? from here gosh i you know you know we have uh, so many ways that you can contact the company you know if, if someone was interested in learning more you know through our website or you know in our social media platforms or you know i, I would say just send an email right i mean uh, it's easy to find us uh you know admin at lsds.us or or terry at lsds.us you know i i get a lot of emails as you know every day and, and we're just happy to help folks right so uh, a lot of learning here and, and our great team has been able to just really uh, learn from a lot of organizations. And, and as you know, every day we're trying to apply those here as best we can too. So Stacy, thank you for hosting. It's an honor to be here and uh, I hope you have a great day. Awesome. Thank you. You as well, Terry. <laughs>